Hi, pals. This is Blaine Hill from the coming to you from the Lake Murray Presbyterian Church and Simply Stated Podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 23rd. Oh, Christmas is right around the corner. I'm getting excited. I hope you are. Um, though this year is a little more muted. Um, we, I know my family won't be traveling for Christmas, and I have noticed this Christmas holiday. I have not been able to get together with people in the way uh, I usually would, and, and that means traveling to see family. But also, um, it's been a challenge. Uh, we didn't have a Christmas party for church this year, and uh, I was thinking we would, our, our, Laura and I would have had a dinner with some friends, certainly, or, or a couple of them, uh, before Christmas, and we'd probably be planning that. Uh, uh, going out after we're tired of cooking Christmas meal. We would just gotten together with friends as well as family. So, but we can't do that this year. I mean, we'll call and touch base and that'll be nice. And our immediate family, you know, there are six of us. So we're kind of a party at any moment. Uh, we'll have a nice time on Christmas day. And I know other people will be alone. Uh, by the way, that makes me sad. But so I, I don't mean to moan and whine about my condition for sure. But just to point out that like everyone else, I, mean, I think we're all feeling that sense of being dislocated. We're not in the places we would like to be for Christmas, uh, and we're making plans to not be in the places we would like to be as much as we'd like to be. Um, so uh, I thought we could talk about that in Scripture, because not being in the places they want to be or being dislocated is part of the story of the birth of Jesus. Um, it starts when Mary gets the news that she's going to have a child, this mysterious event in her life, the angel coming to her, and she learns that she's going to have this child. And she says those famous words, how can this be? Or, you know, what are you talking about? And uh, she, so the scripture tells us, uh, the angel also tells, tells Mary as well, uh, your cousin is going, Elizabeth is going to have a baby. And that was a surprise. Elizabeth was very old, uh, too old to really expect to have a child. So when Mary gets the news uh, that she's going to have this baby, Luke tells us she's, She's in an area called Galilee, which is in the north of Israel. Um, if you see a map, there's a big lake, the Sea of Galilee. Uh, and then that's in the north of the country, and the Jordan River comes down, 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 down um, to the south country through Judea and finally to the Dead Sea. Mary's up north. So Mary's up in the north, and she, her life is uh, turned upside down. She's expecting this baby, and uh, it's it's quite an event. Um for her must have been very difficult and at the same time uh she also so she has to leave town she uh chooses to she goes down and visits her cousin elizabeth she set out and went with haste to a judean town in the hill country where she entered the house of zechariah and greeted elizabeth so she goes from up in the north and goes down does she travel by herself was it safe for women to travel by themselves i don't i imagine it could be some risk did she go in a caravan? I, I don't have, we don't have that information, but she goes pretty far away to go see family. And, you know, this is a story of a, probably a young girl expecting a baby when it's not convenient. So she goes to, to visit family out of town where she's living. Uh, the, the coming of Jesus dislocates her life. And then we read in the Gospel of Matthew, the story of Jesus being born. You know, we, we know the story of the Magi coming from the East. It's probably a little bit after Jesus is born, maybe as much as two years. We don't, we don't know. Anyway, so they show up and Herod is worried about this um, portentous sign, the star that um, shone in our sky, perhaps the other night. But uh, 
the star that they follow and uh, that God uses to guide them, the wise men, and uh, Herod begins the this And so Jesus, with his parents, Mary and Joseph, they have to leave not just their hometown, uh, not just their um, home country, but really go into another country, uh, into Egypt. We don't know if they just went into Sinai or all the way to Alexandria. There were there was a large Jewish community in Alexandria at the time, and so maybe they went to visit family. But they were dislocated. They were not in the place where they probably wanted to be. Um, that's the story of the birth of Jesus. And then in Matthew, we also read when when Jesus when Herod dies and the the threat to Jesus seems to be over, um, it's time for Jesus to go back to um, the place where he's from, the return from Egypt. And of course, this is part of the story of Jesus living out the story of Moses as well. But um, so Joseph wants to take uh, baby Jesus and wants to take Mary back. Uh, but, you know, they want to go back home. They want to be around their people. They want to, you know, for Jesus to grow up around cousins and friends and that extended family that very likely was part of their life. Uh, but Joseph hears that Archelaus was ruling over Judea. That's one of Herod's sons. And uh, he was afraid that that Archelaus would try to persecute his son. He was warned in a dream not to go there. And so they go up to Galilee, to Nazareth. So again, they're dislocated uh, from where it seems that they would prefer to live. All of these stories of dislocation, I was was thinking about the birth of Jesus this week, and it, it seems... A, a fair connection point for us that um, we're feeling, maybe feeling dislocated, not in the places we would choose to be. Um, that's how Jesus was born into the world. That's also why Jesus was born into the world, that uh, we cannot be in the company that is comfortable and easy and joyful for us in the way we'd like to. We are uh, divided from each other by this illness now. And I think that's a really uh, vibrant image for much of how we're living. You know, we, we're divided. Our politics seem to be dividing us. Our, our sense of what our purpose as a nation is seems to be dividing us. And, um, it's true even in our families when we're not divided by sickness. You know, sometimes we're divided by the conflict and the struggle and the history of our family. So, uh, what I want to, I want to give, turn this into a word of hope and say that's why Jesus came. We are separated from each other. We have this wonderful technology that helps a little bit uh, to allow us to connect, and we're thankful for that. Um, uh, But that's not sufficient. What we need is to be reconciled to each other, to be brought together. And that's what God is doing through his son, Jesus Christ. That's That's what Christmas is about, the feast of Jesus' birth, is that God is moving into the world to bring us together. Um, and uh, we see that, uh, in so many images in scripture that they shall come from North and South and East and West and eat at the banquet table of God. God is bringing us together. And I I think it's important for us to remember that, um, as we're probably feeling pretty separated from each other or a little more separated than we would prefer to be. People are making different choices or being forced into different things. So as if you're feeling dislocated or separated this Christmas. Um, Know that you're not alone in that. Uh, A lot of us are. I certainly am. 
And uh, so th- that may be some comfort, but the real comfort as we're feeling separated from each other is to know that God is doing something about it and has done something about it by giving us his son, Jesus Christ, who gives us his life and then is raised again to eternal life to bring us together. So I, I hope that's some encouragement and comfort to you. I'm so glad to see people watching this live. I see Karen's there and Al and uh, Steve and Wilma and Bonnie. Tony's here too. So glad to have you all with me today. And uh, other folks that are watching later, I hope this is a, or listening on a podcast, I hope this is an encouragement and comfort to you. Uh, why don't we, oh, a few announcements, a reminder that we, uh, for Christmas, uh, we had our longest night service on Monday night. That's still available online. And uh, that is a service that recognizes some of the the grieving and uh, hurt that we experience around the holidays and, and is meant to be a kind of balm or a place to express that grief. And then coming up, we have our Christmas Eve services. That'll be five o'clock. That's a really a, a family-oriented service. We'll have a bunch of kids or they've worked out a way to do a socially distanced um nativity scene and uh, that'll be drive-in here at the church and then at seven o'clock uh, we'll have a, a service in our sanctuary all of these will be streamed um, and so you can participate online as well and then we're going to have a watch night service on new year's eve i think that's going to be at six o'clock look for those details coming out let's take a moment and pray together heavenly father uh we thank you that you unite us by the power of your spirit uh, and we ask that when we are feeling dislocated and separated and far apart from each other, whether physically or uh, in our spirit, that you would unite us, that you would comfort us and remind us that the binding power of your spirit is always at work, whether we are near or far. Help us to rejoice in what you've done in your son, Jesus Christ. We pray in his name. Amen. Well, it has been good to be with you, if just in this way, and I look forward to seeing you one way or another. God bless.